Welcome, welcome everyone in Paraland. We're Parababble tonight and we're going to be discussing conspiracy theories. To my right we have Rob, Allison on my left, and if you're listening to that little ditty that we opened up with, it fits right into our craziness for tonight. So, Rob, you know, take it away here and tell us what we're listening to. That is an example of what is known as a numbers station. And uh, they are basically unexplained broadcasts through shortwave radio bands. And they're unregistered, which makes them illegal. And no governments around the world acknowledge their existence. Well, I thought that was your newest track that you were recording, actually. Well, they're, the numbers I'm definitely going to play in the lottery soon. Definitely. 39715. Do we know who the lady is? I don't know. That's the whole thing. Nobody knows where they're from. Nobody knows who it is. I don't know if it's a real person or a synthesized voice or what. Well, that's going to be our show. Conspiracy theories at its best or worst. We don't know where this is going to go, but we have an hour of this, and we all have a different topic for you, and we hope you listen to it because it's going to be crazy as usual. Mm -hmm. We're glad you guys tuned in again. Super excited to uh, be back with everybody and... You know, as we're going through and talking about conspiracy theories tonight, as always, if you guys want to share your favorites, reach out to us on Twitter at, at Parababble or on Facebook.com slash Parababble and uh, let us know what you think about what we're going to be talking about tonight. Um, we're going to try to avoid all the typical, you know, conspiracy theories that everybody always talks about. So there won't be any JFK here tonight. Is Elvis hanging out with them? I don't know, but we don't care. Oh. No, um, did we land on the moon or didn't we? We're going to be uh, hopefully talking about some things that maybe aren't so well known to everybody tonight. So, Rob, number stations. Mm-hmm. I can't get that number, those set of numbers out of my head. That's why I'm going to use them for the lottery, like I said. <laughs> so. We can get an upgrade in the studio, can we, if you win? I hope so, yeah. All right. Get some serious equipment in here. That would be an interesting thing to see how many people have played that combination of numbers. Yeah, because I know. that's out there for the public to hear, right? Yeah, I mean, I don't think it's very well known. I mean, this is a bit of an obscure conspiracy theories as far as conspiracy theories go, I guess. I say it's obscure. I've never heard of it. Yeah, it's it's definitely out there, um, but creepy. I like creepy. Yeah. That's what we do. So that one that we were playing at the start of the show is one that was pulled from Britain. And I guess these number stations, they're found primarily in Europe, but you could find them all over the world. And they date back all the way to World War One. So they're some of the oldest radio transmissions that are known. Are they still going on? Like, can you still hear these even nowadays? I think so. I think they're, uh, they're not quite as prominent as they used to be. Uh, a lot of people think that they've actually moved on to Twitter. What? What? Yeah. Huh? Yeah, some people think that uh, there are random Twitter accounts now that will post like random sets of numbers from time to time and with no explanation or no like pattern. So... If you are the weird people that are doing this on Twitter, start following us on yeah. Twitter. So, uh, yeah, we could use our number. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That would be an interesting thing to have happen, just having some random set of numbers pop up every once in a while. That would be awesome. Well, one time I mentioned Santa Claus on my Twitter account, 
And Santa Claus started following me. So, <laughs> I knew he was real. So maybe we can get some shadowy government people following us. If he's real, you really better make sure you're, uh, <laughs> yeah. you're doing some good deeds from now until uh, December. All yeah. right. Um, <laughs> these are my confessions. Oh, wait. I'm oh, sorry. Wrong show. So do you think these codes, when they started back up in the day, Rob, they might have been something to do with like um, communications back and forth during the war so the enemy couldn't figure out you know, some intelligence there? Yeah, that's one of the theories behind them, although they continued on after the wars. So a lot of people think that they might be encoded messages to, like, spies to give them orders or coordinates on what they might have to do next, who they might have to assassinate next, and who knows, like, whatever spies do. You guys uh, can't see me right now, but my eyebrows are (laughs) definitely raised, and that's kind of concerning, right? I mean, that's a little crazy that there would just be some random set of numbers that could turn uh, an assassin onto his next target. Well, just so you know, I'm going to follow him on Twitter because <laughs> I don't want to be in that position. I got my own problems. And... Yeah, what if your birthday comes up in one of those years? <laughs> yeah, we're all in trouble, Number right? Number station with your whole entire birth date with your year in there? That would be a little crazy. What else we got in there, Rob? Um, well... I'm going to play a little bit more of that one number station first, uh, the one from Britain. I mean, this one is uh, most clearly the most like traditional one. It's a strange tone followed by a series of numbers repeated over and over again. But I do have some examples of some other ones that are a lot stranger because, like I said, they're all over Europe. So I have one that is not even in, in English. And some of them also use cartoon characters and synthesized voices to speak out their numbers. So I have an example of a cartoon character one and one in a different language that is actually spoken by a little girl. So it's extra creepy. Are these um, recordings all from like around the same time frame? Uh, I don't know. Nobody really knows anything about them. So do people just randomly get them and put them up on YouTube? Is that what's happening here? Yeah, they're all there. You, if you look up on YouTube, you could find a whole bunch of examples besides just the three that I'm going to play. Well, we all know how credible YouTube is, right? That's where I got all my. It's the gospel. So that's where I got all whatever, my studies for today. Whatever goes up there must be <laughs> <That's>, true. <laughs> <laughs> so Looney Tunes is involved with this, right? Yes, it is. You're somebody, Sam, to be specific. <laughs> Mel Blanc, right? Mm-hmm. Those Looney Tunes. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Okay, way to go, government. Mm-hmm. Well, right, at least they're see. using things that are familiar to people, right? You know, to throw spies them off. want to feel comforted from the things from home. Well, all of the Looney Tunes, <laughs> you know, all the Looney Tunes, even though they were funny, they all had their secret messages encoded in there. Oh, that's a whole nother that conspiracy theory. That is another subject, sister, right there. See, that's why we got to do conspiracy theory shows every once in a while. With cartoons. Time. Yeah. Oh, that's uh And that's messages hidden. Interesting. Alice in Wonderland. All of those. I like it. All right, Rob, so creep us out a little more with the rest of this clip, will you? Okay, so this is the one that, the rest of the one that we started the show with. Here's a little bit more of it. Three, two, three, four, eight. Now she's changing my lottery numbers. Three, seven, eight. No winners. So some people think that these are like encoded messages that a spy has to somehow 
subtract, add, divide to get a number. Yeah, who knows what they got to do to decipher whatever this is actually sending or telling them to do. Nice little jingle. Makes me want to sell ice cream. Yeah, I'll wait till you hear the next one. Or not the next <laughs> one, it's the Swedish one. Okay, so that's a... Uh, that's an example of a number station from Britain. So um, when people post these up on YouTube, do they put any kind of description about what it is or where it came from? Or do they just, is it real straightforward? You know, what have you seen from what you've looked at so far? Sometimes they'll describe it, but I mean, like I said, nobody knows what they are. So they just tap it and they just post it up there as, you know, this is the number station that they found. And well, not, maybe not even them specifically, it's just... I mean, it's YouTube, so people are sharing things that aren't their own all the time, so... So do you think people are, like, actively looking for these things on a regular basis? I'm sure there's some people out there that are. Um, Is it a new hobby for you, Rob? It might be. <laughs> <laughs> what if the very first person that put one of those up is some type of, uh, I don't know, agent or something that the government wanted to get this out there? And then they just kind of duplicated it by people sharing it because that's one way to get it out there without saying anything. So you could like actually put out codes and different things and it's right in front of your face. And you'd never know it because people will always, you know, take it, share it, take it, share it. And then the people that need to see it, they can go right to YouTube in the modern day Well, wasn't there if they're that, going to Twitter too. Wasn't that there that whole machine, the Enigma, that was built during, I think it was World War II, that was basically like a code machine? So it could encrypt all the messages and like there was only one person that knew exactly how to work it and it was like crazy. Do you guys know what I'm talking about at all? No. If no. anybody out there knows what I'm talking about, there was even a movie that was made about it. But um, the guy that created the machine itself was like a, a genius. And um, it's it like had an unbreakable code to it. So it's really interesting that, you know, all of these things kind of started coming about at the same time, you know, like we kept looking for ways to be more and more sneaky about things. So it would make sense that these would be some kind of special op. Absolutely. I, you know, and back in that time period when we, this is all starting up, you're, you got, you have to remember that we're always trying to keep out of the other countries and their technology because we wanted full control. We didn't want, you know, the Russias or the Chinas creeping up and getting to something quicker like the moon or finding out, you know, how to make the fastest jet or rocket. So, you know, we're always trying to play play ahead of the game here. So that could very easily be it. But if you like I said, if you sit down and think in modern day technology, how would you spread this around and, and right in front of your face and hide it in plain sight? You put it where everybody goes. All your social medias work for you now instead of against you. And people go, oh, question it, but there's no real answer to it, unless there are people out there who knows who, who know what this needs to be. Well, the numbers part I get, but why the music? I couldn't tell you, unless it's just to break up the different patterns of numbers. Because if you heard in the beginning, it was saying three, nine, seven, uh, one, five, one, five. <laughs> it's drilled one, into five. my brain now. Yeah, yep. and then, the and lights then just enough. flickered in the studio here. <laughs> And then the little jingle came on, and then when she started talking again, it was a different set of numbers. So maybe it's just to break up the pattern. I don't know. I mean, it's impossible to say, because we don't know what they are or what their purpose is. Right. 
I still think the music is for the agent to go to the ice cream machine, and when he gets his ice cream cone, the message is in the ice cream cone. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. That's a sweet treat. <laughs> <laughs> and there it is. Brought to you by your local... <laughs> so what else can you tell us about this, Rob? Well, there are other theories out there besides spies. Um, some people think they're drug smugglers. What? Yeah, they think they're drug smugglers trying to send messages to each other because they obviously want to prevent unwanted listeners from hearing what they have to say. And um, they're just trying to hide their movements and communicate in a strange way. I wonder if anyone's but, actually tried to like look up these numbers to see if they match like longitude and latitude for anything. I don't think that's possible. No? No, I think someone would have done that. But do, do you know? Yeah, oh, because nobody knows where they came from or what their sources are. They're they're unregistered. So what do you so, mean by that? Like, what does that mean, unregistered? I guess in order to broadcast a signal like this through whatever way it's being broadcasted, they have to register through the government, and they're not registered, which makes it illegal. So it's almost like pirate radio. Stations. Yeah, what we were talking about earlier before the show. Yeah, it could be pirate radio on. Yeah. Living off the, you know, you're off the grid, so to speak. Mm-hmm. They're the pioneers of podcasting. Maybe. <laughs> podcasting back in World War One. Still sticking with ice cream. Mm-hmm. Um, some people think that all of this uh, information is just misinformation to mess with people. To throw people so, off in another direction. Yeah, I mean, that would be working then, because, look, we're talking about it on a podcast and wasting we're t- time. We're talking. Um, when was it? When was this? When was this found about this music and codes and stuff? What were we looking at? Nineteen forties, fifties. If it goes back all the way to World War One, you're talking like the nineteen teens. Right, and it's now twenty fifteen, and we're sitting here parababbling about it. Yeah, mm-hmm. over a hundred years of trying to figure out what the heck these things are. Somebody else has got to know stuff out there. Yeah. It had to be handed down generation to generation, and you know. They're just not talking about it. Or it's just one of those forgotten things that it's a dinosaur in, in the way they communicate. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to play another example of a number station, though. This is the Looney Tunes Yosemite Sam version. This one's a bit shorter. It's only about 20 seconds long, so I'll just play the whole thing through. Somebody's getting blown to smithereens. Yeah, I don't know. That, that's a strange one because it's not... He's not saying any numbers. He's, I couldn't quite understand exactly what he was saying, but yeah, he did sound like blowing them up or something. I'd be curious to know like when that was recorded, too, because if you think about the technology back like you know the 40s and 50s, to get a clip and record it and then be able to keep playing it over and over and over again... You know, for us nowadays, like, it's so easy to do stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that necessarily would have been that easy back in the day. Because it doesn't seem like it's that long ago, but you're talking about 60 years ago, 70 years ago. Easily. Mm-hmm. Close to 100 if you go back to the first ones. But I don't know. How old are Looney Tunes? The Looney Tunes? I don't know. I'm sure there's someone that probably recognizes that clip and can tell us exactly what Looney Tunes cartoon that came from. Hmm. Anybody? 
So crazy. Anybody? Anybody? Head Babel. over our face, face, Facebook page, Parababble page, Prone page. <laughs> yeah. And you can go on and on and on. You can reach us, I mean, lots of different ways. You mm-hmm. guys have, you know, have any ideas about what you think it might be, what the relevance would be. There's, it's interesting too that there's so much like background noise through these too. Like yeah. the audio is not clear on any of them so far that we've been listening to. And I don't know if that's just par for because the course it's so because old. it's an illegal. Well, yeah, and it's an illegal broadcast, so it's not coming through like the normal channels. Supposedly illegal, but I guess if the government's running it, I mean, they just do what they want, right? True. Correct me if I'm wrong, but did he, did you find any information about where these people were pulling this up? No. So somebody's got I mean, to have a source. Off of radios, somehow short shortwave radios. Signals. So somebody out there has these recordings. And they're on YouTube. No, no, no. Previous to that, to upload them into YouTube. Yeah. Well, they probably got them off whatever radio wave that they heard them on. They probably recorded them. So they're there. physically pulling these off radio waves that yeah. are still current today. I think they're not quite as popular as they used to be, but. Yeah, I don't know if there's any in use right now. I know there there were. I did find some uh, mentions of some that were around as late as 2010. See, that were... this, this is weird, right? Because now you really got to think about this. I see where you're going with this, Jeff. <laughs> I see it. I was going to say. I'm your path. I'm picking up your breadcrumbs. If, if YouTube or whoever put this up, they had to pull it from somewhere. Say I wanted to put something up like that. Where do I go? Who has this? Well, and you'd have to be in the right place at the right time to catch it in the first place. This is true. What's what's the chances that you just randomly happen to be recording whatever is on a radio? Right. Someone's just... taping this. And if these are that old, dating back then, who has master copies of this? The spies. You know, who's putting it into your short shortwave radios? It's almost like you'd have to know it was going to happen to record it. You'd have to, like, you can't... How do you stumble across that unless you're just recording random radio transmissions forever? Know. So it leads me back to, is somebody putting that out there intentionally? Maybe. And then they're just sharing it over and over? Because, look, if I wanted to look for something, I know where to go. I'm going to go to YouTube. I'm going to go to here. I'm going to go to there. And I'll find it. But who is the source that is putting it up there? Where, the is, where is all this mass information coming from? That's the conspiracy. You know what I want to have us try to do, too? I want to have us try to recreate one. We should. Using, like, our audio equipment, using, like, you know, the stuff that we have. You know, we can run it for an opening on our show and see. Yeah, I want to see if we could create something that sounds very similar, you know, just based on, like, the... Well, it's true. We have software that can do that today. Right. I want to see how easy it would be, how comparable we could get to something that sounds... Today it would be very easy, but like you said before, I mean... The Back technology then, wasn't it there. It would have been a lot harder. Right. But we can't date those things because mm-hmm. who's the source? Yeah. Who's the source? You don't know. No. You know, could it be Mr. X? I mean, you don't you know. know what the purpose is. You hey, don't know I found some of my grandfather's clo- uh, attic when he passed away, and I found these reel-to-reel cassettes. Along with lighter that shoots bullets oh. and his <laughs> and his shoe that has a bomb in the heel. <laughs> All right. Now we're getting into the Get Smart era. <laughs> But doesn't it kind of remind you of that? It's kind of that, yeah. I know, it kind of like lends itself to that. It's, I don't know, it's and kind as, of... As crazy as that sounds, I mean, out of all these theories, that's the most plausible one, I think. Is Someone that, found these? I haven't even gotten to the crazy theories yet. Oh my goodness, oh, it we gets have crazy crazier? Theories? There's two crazy theories here. Well, Babylon, will you? Okay. There's a theory that these number stations are messages 
from those who have been lost in the Bermuda Triangle. What? <laughs> All right. So they're underwater messages? Yes. Oh. That's why the audio is so poor? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a lot of water to travel out of. And that's why they, you know, talk like Yosemite Sam. So are we going to hear a numbers radio message from Flight Malaysia at some point? Maybe. <laughs> that's kind of really out there. Yeah, I don't know how or why. I mean, even if they could somehow broadcast being lost in the Bermuda Triangle, like, why would they just send random numbers through? Yeah. I guess you would have to know what the numbers mean, then I... There, I don't think... If you just say 57918, I don't think that means anything in its order. I think there has to be more to it. You have to do a add, subtract, divide, multiply. You have to get have some a, kind of key... You have to have some type of formula to get a number out of that. And it's not just face value number. So say the number comes out to be 43. Well, in your head, you know what 43 means. It's a code for something. Yeah. Because people could probably pick this apart all day. It's like a lock. You know, eventually somebody will come across some type of opening. So you make it a little more complicated. That's what I mean, though. You'd think that if if these have been out here for as long as they have, that... People would be working on this actively trying to figure out, you know, because it's like process of elimination. Even though the possibilities are endless, if there's any kind of similarity from message to message to message, eventually you would start to formulate what some of that code might be. Right. It's like we don't know what X is. We don't know what that that value is. But if X comes up four times every time you listen to it. Do you know what I mean? Like it's got to, there's got to be some, if it really does mean something, it's got to be some commonality between all these different messages. Yeah. I wonder if we can run that into a computer. Ooh. Just the numbers. Oh, like that computer that was on Jeopardy? (laughs) (laughs) I didn't see that episode, but, uh, uh, yeah. He was really smart. (laughs) Did he win? He did Uh, for like a whole week. (laughs) So he gets a new hard drive out of the deal. How much did that cost him? No, that would be a really interesting idea to find X, find the value. Nobody knows what you're looking for. They're random numbers. So, you know, they enter numbers into computers and try to figure out values and codes all the time. Rob, you need to get busy. Uh, math is not my strong subject. All right. Well, when we update the studio, we'll get you a computer. All right. Well, before I go on to the class theory, I'm going to play... Another example of a number station from Sweden. Sweden. So this is all in Swedish. So Sweden's calling in. All in Swedish. Our first caller. This one is pretty long, so I might skip ahead and jump around, but here it is. It's pretty creepy. This is the test. For the next 60 seconds, the station will conduct a test. Sounds pretty good to me. Of the emergency broadcast system. Just a test. We're all dancing if you can't see it. Sleepy, sleepy music. Yeah, it is. It's so weird because it's like if you just came across that, you wouldn't think anything, you know? 
Maybe that's the intent. Ice cream. Ice cream. That almost sounds like a teenager girl or something. So is yeah. she on the ice cream truck taking the inventory in Sweden? It's a little girl, yeah. Well, let's jump ahead. The ice cream trucks that roll around our neighborhoods. Where'd they get the music from? I think you just broke this whole case wide open. <laughs> <laughs> Me and my 50 cents and my my, uh, my ice cream. <laughs> Nobody knows where the music comes I think we need to do a test. I'm going to record the ice cream truck. It's perfect because the ice cream trucks are always moving, so you cannot pinpoint their location. Whoa. Yeah. Ice cream drivers, ice cream truck drivers can be crazy. For those of you that are not from Western New York, <laughs> uh, we just recently had an arrest of an ice cream truck driver who was driving around in his underwear. Yes. So maybe he had gone insane <laughs> because he didn't get his numbers right for whatever message he was getting, and it drove him to the point of insanity. Maybe the numbers that he got told him not to wear pants that day. It could be. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going that was with a really that cool idea. practical joke somebody played on him. <laughs> yeah. How many fudgicles are left, creepy lady? <laughs> oh. I definitely think we're going to have to look further into this. There's just a lot of... Why does her voice change like that, too? Listen now. Maybe they sped up the tape. Maybe the tape has some wear and tear on it if it's that old. If anybody out there speaks Swedish, let us know what these numbers are. Or if anybody. She's saying 39715 over and over and over again. <laughs> Oct. Megan. <laughs> it is like listening it's to bad Oct. EVPs, isn't it? <laughs> yes. It reminds me of like bad EVPs. Yeah. This definitely isn't a class A. Is it a demon? Oh no. <laughs> it's carryover. It's a residue show. We'll find a way to do that every single time. I have no doubt. Well, I think you've solved the problem. I mean, it's clearly ice cream truck drivers getting their instructions, but some people think that it's actually the men in black uh -oh. communicating what? with each other. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And they're telling each other who to harass. Oh, is that who they harass? Is that men in black harass people? Yeah. I thought they're there for our safety. No, they're going to probably harass us after they hear those, but... <laughs> Is that a black helicopter outside right now, <laughs> yeah. I think, right here? Yeah. Or, nope, it's a black van across the street. Black van, there's a black Cadillac. They wear sunglasses at night, too. Every mm. single time we talk about Men in Black, it's really hard for me not to sing the song. I'm sorry. I, I just... It's you might want to leave it to Will Ferrell. It plays in my head. Unless you're Will either Smith. A, in the shower Smith. singing, or in the car by yourself singing. It's Will Smith. I know. 
we like Will Smith. It's really hard to not do it, though. Because that's yeah. what the first thing that comes to my mind. I know you guys probably have like way more information about that stuff because I know you guys have done some research. But for me, it's it's still Men in Black, the movie. Sorry. Yeah. No. If only <laughs> it's dark and creepy. Yeah, the real Men in Black are not Will Smith. Well, I know we're gonna do a whole show on Men in Black at some point. Yeah, Absolutely. Definitely. But I think our big question is if anybody uh, is listening and they have any type of ideas more than what we've just you know scratched the surface on this because it's such a weird topic i mean if we could you know find more information about this i'm definitely going to go and dig it up because before the show rob was talking about this and i just had like a clueless look on my face like what so it's interests me enough to look at it but i know there has to be people out there that have some type of you know understanding or at least know a little bit more about this because we know how the pair of fans are. Oh, yeah. Get a hold of something, and it's like a dog with a bone. Yeah. Jeff's going to be up all night tonight listening to these clips on YouTube. Yeah. 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 He's going to make his ring chone on his phone into one. Yeah, can you send me that clip, Rob? It'll be super creepy. I'll send so, you a link. Rob, after all the research that you did on this, like, what do you think is the most feasible reason that these things are happening? Do you have an opinion about it? I mean, it's got to be either the spies or the men in black, maybe. Do you hmm. think it's relevant today in 2015? Yeah, I'm sure they're still getting out there, but like, like they, some people say that maybe they're on. They moved on to Twitter. That's a new form of communication. And if we had to look this up on Twitter, what are we looking for? Random, know. or do they find us? They'll find you if you are someone who needs. To find their information through number stations, you know where to look. Oh, that doesn't help me, man. <laughs> I need bigger and better answers. <laughs> I need it laid out. One, two, three. Well, Jeff, go here. Jeff, go here. Follow this step. Oh, look. Next time there's an ice cream truck driver down your neighborhood. I am stopping that bad boy. There you go. I'm running out there. I'm going to whip 50 cents at him, and I'm going to tell him to play his music, and I'm going to record it. There you go. And then I'm going to go look through YouTube and see if there's anything close it's to so it. so weird, though, too, because when you think about it, you know the music from the ice cream truck the moment it starts. Like, I don't care what you're doing. The moment you hear, like, the first little bit of that, you're like, oh, it's the ice cream man. Like, it's so identifiable that I, I, there's got to be something to that. Like, why would they use something that was so, you know, like, you, you, it's almost like subliminally you know exactly right. what that's going to be. You know exactly. I mean, the music might change a little here and there, but you automatically know that sound and that tone. Right. You start salivating. So. You know? <laughs> You're like, oh, I know it's coming. How long has the ice cream guy been around? Since World War One. No. No, I don't know. I'm just bullshitting now. Oh, my God. As a kid. Oh, as a kid. I was believing you for a second. <laughs> As a kid, and I'm pretty old, I, I can remember the Ice King truck, so it's got to it's gotta be around, you know. I don't know. At least for, for his years. Um, let's <laughs> find out when the first let's, ice cream truck started. Yeah. I'm going one step further. I'm already one step ahead. The guy who wrote the music for these ice cream trucks, Mr. Sunday or whatever it is, did he have any links to... Uh, the Mr. government. Softy. Oh, he's gotta be. Did he? Did he like what? What's his background and where did he come from? And he was a World War One vet. The CIA. <laughs> could he have been something? And maybe when they drive the neighborhoods, the kids hear it. Oh, and then guys on the inside, they're getting their messages. They go to certain neighborhoods, and the agents or whoever are undercover, 
back in the day. Oh my gosh. Oh, there yes. it is. I know the song and the key. Ba-ba-boom. Special Agent Softy. Call in. I'm calling in for my assignment. Yeah. I'm going to find out who wrote the music for um, Mr. Softy. I'm here, a.k.a. Sugar Cone, reporting for duty. Sugar Cone. <laughs> like it. It's a little out there. It works. This conspiracy <laughs> show. What? Yeah. There's guess, no limits yeah. to it. I mean, we're just going to sit here and pick it apart tonight. Well, once again, you guys got to chime in. Let us know what you think. Are you going to look at your ice cream truck drivers differently after this? Are you going to be like Jeff going Hopefully through Hopefully they YouTube? have their pants on. <laughs> yeah, if you're from Western New York, you might want to not let your kids go up first. You might want yeah. to do that yourself. Make sure the coast is clear. Western New York. We get a lot of that stuff. Yeah, it's definitely uh, definitely an interesting situation. <laughs> all right, Rob. Well, we thank you for your report there. It has totally... been hot here, though, right? Yeah. Heat's <laughs> <laughs> definitely got a lot to do with things. What if you had SpongeBob? I don't know. Boxers. Who needs pants when it's 90 degrees? This is true. Oh, bad ideas. But... Oh, never mind. That's a different show, different topic. But, well, Rob, you pulled through on one that uh, we didn't see coming. I thought you might pull out the old, you know, JFK is alive with Elvis or, you know, nah. Jim Morrison never really died. I had to go with something weird. You definitely nailed it. I'm going to I can tell you right now cuz I know what my topic is coming up for conspiracy, but yours is definitely interesting enough for me to go home and get all bloodshot eyes with it, so. All right. So <laughs> what awesome. do you got? Uh, I got something that <laughs> You know, I was researching this, and a lot of people know about it, but a lot of people don't. So I'm going to go, it's a 50-50 shot. Um, chemtrails. The uh, airplane's up in the sky throwing out the, uh, the, white, the white clouds behind it, you know. There seems to be a lot of controversy with this stuff. And I said, you know what, I'm going to go into this one because I don't know enough, but it interests me. And a friend of mine was talking about it a few years ago, about the chemtrails, and she really dug into it, and it's always kind of stuck in the back of my head, so I'm going to go with this. Chemtrails, contrails. Um, what do I need a starting point? Do you know what a chemtrail is or a contrail, the All difference? All right, so if I'm talking about this, this is like when you see the planes skywriting? Mm, no. Okay, so what is take, it? Take your basic uh, airliner jet, not even a jet, your commercial airliners, and you see the white trail coming out behind it. Um, normally what happens is you'll see that and it'll kind of dissipate. Um, what happens with jet engines when they spew out <clears throat> their exhaust, it's coming out so hot and their atmosphere up there is negative 40, negative 30. So when that hits the atmosphere, it freezes, turns to ice particles, and then it melts, dissipates. Throws out a little bit of exhaust and whatever's in the jet fuel goes away. Well, that gave some of the conspiracy people something to stand on. Back in the 50s, they realized that things were going on, but not really full-heartedly with the government, and they were looking to the skies, and they needed a, they needed a conspiracy. So as the years wore on, <clears throat> they started looking into, well, with the chemtrail, what's the difference? Well, what, these, uh, what the people are saying is our government, our beloved government, is trying to control us and do certain things by putting chemicals into the air. What? Yes. I've heard this. Are you kidding yes. me? Um, originally, it was carbon dioxide, nit nitrogen oxide, sulfate particles, and some soot that would come out of the uh, jet fuel. Well, that opened up a whole can of worms, and 
the conspiracy people started going, you know what, the government's putting other stuff in there. They have to be. And as the years of generations have come forward, these uh, <clears throat> theories started taking, taking hold because they would collect water samples. They would collect dirt samples after they've been sprayed. Because what is happening is they're seeing these weird patterns in the sky and they're crisscrossing and the clouds that come from these jets are, they're not dissipating like a normal vapor would. So now they're thinking, well, what's laying up in the sky? So now doing all these samples of the land and the water and farmers are like having a field day with this. They've had this, these uh, particles tested and what they're coming up with is barium, <clears throat> aluminum, and let's say this right strontium six and they're all a, a, a metal based element and their first big theory about this was oh well we're going to weed out the sick and the elderly and we're going to control them by dropping this these elements down and that kind of went to the wayside a little bit because you can't really control what the wind patterns and the weather patterns are up up top so they kind of whitewashed that idea. It's like, eh, it might be, it might not be. So we moved into a little bit more of a, <clears throat> a government plot. Um, in the 70s, we started seeing more, more cases of um, ADD, autism, and a lot of this is aluminum-based. They've done their studies with this. And we're ingesting it in our foods, and it's getting bigger and bigger and there's no way to really stop it. And people are people are full belief that our government is controlling us one way or another. So let me get this straight. So to put this in layman's terms, this sure. is like JetBlue dropping some chemicals on my broccoli that gives me cancer. Cancer is one of the biggest things. Many cancers have been um, developing. And so you're talking about commercial airlines, right? Commercial airlines. Not government, like... Government airlines. Um, a lot of it... A lot of it also has to do with the U.S. Air Force. There, there are whistleblowers out there coming out saying, hey, I worked for the government. I stumbled into this. They are loading this stuff up into our atmosphere, and they are just letting it lay down onto the earth. And this is not reported just in the U.S. This is worldwide that people are coming up, coming up with this, this, uh, these chemicals. So it, it has a lot of health and biological problems. Um, one of one case uh, where they were talking about the aluminum. When you inhale the aluminum, it goes into your brain, and they're they're causing different types of cancers. It's leading to Alzheimer, um, autism, like I said earlier. So these these heavy metals that are being dropped are really causing a lot of damage to the earth. So could this really just be that it's just a byproduct of whatever? It's putting out there and no one wants to fix it because it would be like expensive to fix and it's cheaper to just let this keep happening you know I mean is this really why would our own government want to poison all of our own citizens money it all comes down to money and you know that was the big question and there's nobody's willing to come out on record and say hey look um, this is this this and this but as I was doing my uh, research it came out to the government would say, okay, we're going to drop some aluminum and barium. And what happens is it sparkles as you come through the atmosphere and it warms up. It reflects the sun back up. So we're controlling our global warming. Okay. But the money driven behind this has to do with Wall Street. 
Wall Street is controlling some of these government agencies through my research. Um, you have your regular insurance companies that are involved, catastrophe reinsurance companies, big banks, and you also um, have certain weather markets that come in and play a role in how this all works out. So it's all a money thing. They want this dropped here. They want this dropped here. It keeps everything going. People are sick. It all kind of comes together as one big cover-up in, in essence. That's the mother of all conspiracy theories right there. Well, yeah. I mean, there's so many people coming out that are on the inside that aren't afraid anymore. They're like, look, I'm here. I've seen the paperwork. I was watching a, um, a young lady talk about being in the Air Force, and she you know, came highly recommend, recommended, and her work ethic was through the roof, and she stumbled in some of the paperwork with the actual chemicals that were being loaded. Now, there's pictures out there of planes with giant 55-gallon plastic drums, and the whole cargo plane is emptied out, and it has hoses coming out of it. Government's reaction to that was, oh, we're testing the weight systems for planes in the uh, buoyancy and how to level it off with liquid water in it. So there's actually no chemicals, quote unquote, in there. But um, I've also seen pictures where you have a regular jet <clears throat> and a commercial airliner flying. There's no chemtrail coming off the engines, but there's a trail coming off of the tips of the wings being sprayed out. There's also been rumors and uh, video out there of uh, pilots coming out and saying, hey, one pilot forgot to turn off the sprayer as he was landing. And, you know, people on commercial airliners were seeing this. So, so uh, the pilot can actually con is actually the one that controls. Yes, uh, I looked into that a little bit, and what they were saying was, these are your orders, you go. You work for the Air Force, you work for the government. You don't know what you're doing, you don't know what you're having. This is what we're doing, we're spraying. I smell behold a pale horse. Oh, yeah, I didn't even get into that that whole thing. But the aluminum seems to be the biggest problem. Um, the government, believe it or not, has made aluminum-resistant plants. Why would they what? have to do anything with that? Exactly. Wait, do these actually exist? Who is buying aluminum-resistant plants? You might not know who or where it's placed in what? into society. So you just... Going about it, um, think about this: cancer agent, aluminum. They had they had the big fight for it to be removed from deodorants because people are getting cancer. So this aluminum that is getting dropped is in different things that we ingest. The acidity level, acidity levels in our dirt, which we ingest through our, you know, vegetables and everything we eat. We're, we're staying sick. Okay, well, again, in Western Europe, this is a bad thing for us. We are right in smack middle of two international airports and an, and an Air Force base. Exactly. And <laughs> that's funny because I was sitting around the other day and uh, it rained and then it was clear sky. And all of a sudden I looked up and I see nothing but trails and trails and trails and trails and trails going everywhere. It looks like a grid. It looks like straight lines. You will notice the difference. NASA has even come up with... Um, Two new cloud names. I don't actually have them with me, but where do they, how do you now figure out that there's a new cloud system? It's been around since the beginning of time. So they are leading and tending to believe that also has something to do with, you know, the chemtrails and what the government's putting out there. What are these chemtrails doing in the ozone layer? Oh, they're destroying it. So it's not my hairspray? 
Well, it could be your hairspray. <laughs> How much do you use? Maybe it's our hairspray. I know. <laughs> there it is. Sneak it in for the bald guys. <laughs> I just, uh, you know, I would have never thought about it. It's an interesting theory out there. And, you know, what do you do? People are out there, you know... Holding up the flag, going, look, this will end our this will end our planet if you keep going at the rate they're going. It is four times the level of aluminum falling since two thousand ten. Four so times the level is. Could just... we, in theory, take our own soil samples and have it go and be tested somewhere to see if we have abnormal? Yes. <clears throat> Should I we don't do know it? it? <laughs> well, do you grow? I mean, do you grow? Uh, vegetables? vegetables no but a lot of i'm out in farm country a lot of people out here do you are and you think about all these uh um, farm stands Mm -hmm. these uh produce that turn up on the weekend the farmers bring it in for their crop share well especially because it's such a huge market right now to have this whole farm to table thing where like you're eating all organic food you know stuff that's like freshly grown right maybe it's not so freshly grown i think um somewhere along here and i don't know how close i am onto this basis but it is a conspiracy that you all of a sudden you have people crying about you know oh our vegetables and all this stuff they got chemicals on them and everything else so what do we do what do we do hey i have organic vegetables (laughs) that was our producer cutting through just in case you're hearing any rattling around here (laughs) you gotta get them to fix the lights um but you know, now we answer ourselves, oh, we have a great organic. People are like, oh, it's the best stuff. We're still growing it through the ground that's right. being, yeah. you know, hit with this stuff. So where do you stop? I mean, they, they have government meetings for it. You know, you can go and have open hearings and saying, look, we need to do this. We need to do this. And some counties have actually reacted to it and took it to their congressman and said, look, we want this stop. None of this stuff needs to be over our, our households, our, our farms. And it's working, but, you know, if it's a government thing, I'm sure there's going to be another way around it. Uh, I, you know, like I said, a few years ago, one of my friends told me about it, and now I watch the skies more so. And now you got me thinking, you know, I thought thought today, so we might land all tested and see what's going on. Because you're ingesting this stuff. Right. You know, and if it is causing cancers and these different diseases that are cropping up because it's huge... You know, who do we know? I mean, there's so many additives in food as it is. I mean, I'm trailing off a little bit here, but so many different additives that we put in foods, our bodies are changing. And, you know, you take heavy metal, you're taking flakes of metal and ingesting them. That can't be good. Lung problems. They did a, they did a study. Uh, one of the whistleblowers came out. Um, they had a video where they, uh, they um, dropped aluminum <clears throat> on a thousand civilians and almost instantaneously they've gotten sick so if that's the case how come we're not all really sick all the time well i i think the way they do this it's very slow and methodic it's patterned they know where to go i mean they're being told what to do it's a job to these pilots unless they come out and say you know what i'm not doing this anymore this is completely wrong and they begin the fight in the march against it but it's just a really scary thought that our your own government is trying to hurt its own citizens. Like, I can understand if, you know, the conspiracy theory was that this was happening, but, you know, we were doing it on international flights to find out what happens to other people. Like, why would you test it on your own citizens? 
I think I think it's kind of strange, like especially if the pilots are in charge of releasing all of this stuff, especially if they're on even like commercial flights, like you said. I just think that there would have been some of them, or at least one or two people that would have come out and been a whistleblower like that, or would have been like, "Hey, this is what they're telling me to do." Right. I mean, it's been. There are yeah, actually, and I went to the magical YouTube. <laughs> That's where your signal callers are coming in. I went there and I was looking around and listening to some stuff and researching it. And I know YouTube, you know, it could be a lot of flakiness out there, but there is a lot of documents out there stating, you know, people have seen this, people have been involved behind it, you know, yeah, life's getting threatened, you know, it's not happening. The government just very quietly goes foo-foo. That's not true. We're not doing that. Well, well wait a minute. If we can take a single-engine Cessna and crop spray fields for bugs and it's an insecticide and kill off certain things why couldn't we just make something bigger and control it a little better and go up a little higher in the skies and drop it down you know so there's so many wide range ideas do i believe that we're in in some type of danger absolutely i think that breathing in barium and aluminum and there's some type of controlling going i believe i definitely do because we don't know everything with it, with our government does to keep things running, and to keep and you know it might even be <clears throat> not so much we're the guinea pigs because if we have to go to a war, and let's face it, most of these wars they're not fought on land as much anymore, they're through the skies, and if we're coming in, we could be dumping anything. So you watch out and see how uh, how it reacts. Do you to think your there's own. like you know any? Any merit to the fact that most of these conspiracy theories all involve the government at some level? Whether it's spies, whether it's planes dropping chemicals on our citizens, like, it's just a weird thing. You have to pin the tail on someone's donkey. Oh, that's true. The government always seems to be the one that is surrounded by all of these conspiracy theories. But in the same theory, I mean, if we want to stretch this out just a little bit here, I know we're running short on time. If we really want to stretch this out a little bit, um... You know, we want our government to be able to protect us. What about a hostile invasion from another country? I mean, what what technology is out there that's hidden that we don't know about that will protect us someday? You know, there's, I don't know how many people have been studying into the Jade, Jade Helm going on right now, where our government is doing, um, practicing on our own towns and stuff if there's ever a hostile takeover from another country. But... You know, I think I want the government to do that, but I don't want to be the guinea pig in the same sense, too. Right. Can we find something that ain't going to kill off people or keep us sick or keep the medical business or pharmaceuticals running because it's big money? Well, and I'd be curious to know, I mean, with the, um, you know, the act that came out, so the Freedom to Information Act, where you can actually go now and request certain documentation about things. I mean, the whole idea of that is to make it more transparent for government agencies and everyday citizens to know what's going on. So it would seem that if this is really happening, there's got to be somebody out there who would be able to know like what documents to ask for or what to go about trying to obtain, especially if you were involved in some level. You know, I think um, it's smoke and mirrors a little bit. Oh, smoke and mirrors. I think some stuff, hey, look over here, look over here, and then something's going on over here. Right. Um, because you know what? You know, you could jump real quick in that alien thing. It's like, oh, yeah, we got that going on. Oh, okay, yeah. And then behind your back, something else is going somewhere else. You know, yeah. it's, 
you know. They're not going to tell you about the aliens. No, you admit it, but you don't really admit it. Yeah. Well, we almost made a whole entire show without really talking about any aliens it when it comes happen. to conspiracy. Yes. <laughs> I had to sneak a little alien. In I there. know. Just a little. But I think what this topic has told us, if anything, is that there are definitely a lot more conspiracy theories out there than the normal ones that everybody always hears about. Oh, definitely. And I think that we're going to have to, you know, like Rob was saying earlier, I mean, we're going to have to do more than one show on this stuff. Best of conspiracy theories, yeah. too. We're going to come back to this a lot, I think. And I think I like digging. And, you know, if you're out there and you have any ideas which you want to uh, listen to, let us know. I mean, hit us up on our social media pages, which are what, Allison? Well, we can be found on Facebook.com slash Parababble. Um, you can also reach out to us on our prone Facebook page, too. That's Paranormal Researchers of Niagara and Erie. Um, you can get us on at Parababble on Twitter. Um, you know, and as always, I mean, we encourage you guys to reach out to us. What are your conspiracy theories that you'd like to hear more about? Is there anything you've come across that, you know, you'd like us to discuss? And if you have any questions about anything we've talked about, feel free to send those to us, too, and we'll try to address as many of them as we can. Um, you know, I think as always, we just really want to thank everybody for listening. Absolutely. Yeah. It's always uh, a pleasure to be sitting with these two gentlemen. Oh, well, thank you. Talking about... Weird things that now I'm afraid to go and eat the vegetables in my fridge about or that organic stuff feeling cream. good. Huh? Next time the ice cream man comes, I might like crawl uh, into a ball. I don't know what's gonna. You happen. know, it's time to go home and research this stuff after this show. <laughs> mm-hmm. But uh, it's always a blast with you guys, and uh, we got through the show pretty good tonight. So, like I said, if you got anything out there you want us to hear, you know, give yeah. us a shout. Any kind of topic, not just conspiracy theories, just throw a suggestion our way. We'll definitely look into it. That's what we do, you know? It might have been a little serious tonight, I think. Yeah, maybe a little bit, but, you How know, do you make conspiracies funny? I don't know. Uh, I, I thought mean, about I that. I don't think it's possible. By ice cream truck. Drivers. Yeah, that's, that, was, that, was, yeah. that was our high point, the ice cream, yeah. ice cream guy and his boxers. Yeah. Well, so. if there's one thing for certain, it's that we can babble on. And about on. Yes. Yeah. Most topics. Yep. Yep. How much am I getting paid for this? <laughs> oh, that was a bad laugh. <laughs> so uh, thanks again, everybody. And uh, we're just really glad to be able to spend your uh, Tuesdays at 8 o'clock with you. So uh, stay tuned for more upcoming episodes and more interesting topics. You know, uh, more things than just the typical paranormal. I want to talk about everything that is of interest that is creepy and weird and strange. All right, guys. Be safe. We'll see you next time. All right. Good night.